The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just the place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College lease or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College gear shop has you covered for all your gift, school, snack, and blazer-branded clothing needs. So the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Christian Reyna, and the name of my podcast, Hustle and receive 10% off your purchase of any Hood branded merch. But you have to listen to my show first. Hey everybody, welcome to my podcast, Hustle. I'm your host, Christian Reyna, and this is a place where you can listen and learn about a new mindset. This podcast is not just meant for athletes. It is meant to teach others how to endure their inner hustle and tap into their new mindset. By tapping into your new mindset, you will be able to achieve anything you put your mind to. Learning how to train your mind to handle anything thrown its way. Now buckle up, because it's time to hustle. everybody. How are we all doing? I'm super excited today because I finally get to do something that I've always wanted to do. And it's been weighing on my heart for a very long time now to finally be able to have my own podcast and finally speak on things that I find important. And I'm grateful the fact and to the fact that I can share what I've had to endure and everything that I've uh, had to experience in my life. <clears throat> now, that being said, I don't have the magic word or pill that can fix how your mentality is or how you think throughout the day. But what I'm able to do is share some knowledge on how I was able to sharpen my mindset through what I've endured. So looking back, I'm going to just give you a quick background on my life and what I was able to accomplish and what I was not able to accomplish. So throughout my life, I, uh, I've i always been different. Different in ways I approach situations because I never look for the easy way out. My hustle came from within and from generations before me. My culture and my ancestors built empires off of their ambition and hustle to seek a better future for their young ones. My parents taught me that nothing came free in this world and that everything came with a price. My hustle allowed me to chase things beyond me and at a cost that meant sacrifices had to be made. Now, growing up and seeing my mom work the way she did, it inspired me to do whatever I was passionate about to do it with the same amount of hustle and determination and persistence that my mom did for us. 
when we were children. My mom was our rock. We were a family of 10. I had eight siblings. And my mom handled the fort day in and day out and getting us involved in multiple activities, whether it came from school to sports to clubs. She never allowed us to have time off because when we had time off and there was nothing to do, that's when the dark times started to creep in, you know, having your father being in another country for four, five, six months at a time and only coming home to see him maybe one, two months. It told it puts a toll on the family and without question, seeing my mom hurt the way that it did when he was gone hurt me in a way because I wasn't able to do anything about it other than succeed in sports or succeed in academics to try and distract her from the fact that her husband was fighting in a war and she never knew if their last phone call or their last call would have been the last. So seeing that in elementary school going all the way into middle school, I knew that I had to succeed in my academics and my sport in order to put a smile on my mom's face because her seeing me extremely happy and passionate and driven in something that I loved and something that I was extremely passionate about put a smile on her face. That that was the fuel that I needed to continue my goal and continue pursuing this this dream, this 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 passion that I've had since I was six years old. Now the great thing about my mom was she would write these um, five year plans and I'm six years old. I'm in I think I'm in like third grade at the time and she writes this five year plan for me. Where do I want to be in five years? Right? Well in five years, I'm going to be 11 years old. I'm still going to be in uh, elementary school. I'm nowhere near middle school yet. And I'm thinking, five years, where do I want to be in five years? Five years is a big, big, big time. And time moves slow when you're a kid. So I put down what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a major league baseball player. I wanted to be somewhere with my entire family. And the beautiful, the beautiful thing about that five-year goal and that five-year plan setting was the fact that it allowed me to rewrite my uh, it allowed me to rewrite my dreams each and every five years. So I wrote down number one, the biggest one. I started. And I still have the paper today. Major league baseball player. I want to be a major league baseball player. Number two, I wanted to be a millionaire. Number three, I wanted to have a nice car. Number four, I wanted to have a nice house, and number five, I wanted to have a big family. And the reason I chose number five was I lived with a big family. And my family was my rock. Whenever anything happened through sport, through school, I always had my family to talk to, to discuss things about and to have good times with. You didn't, really, you didn't really need much in the Rana household because 
you had your family. Your family was your friends. Your family was your best friend. You you didn't have to try and find any other anybody else because us as siblings, we were able to do basically everything that a friend could do. And I'm not trying to put that in a weird way or like, but we were just so close with each other and so tightly woven that nothing was gonna get in in, in the way of us. And our bond was just inseparable. Whether we fought, whether we cried, whether we laughed, whether we joked, whether we were playing, whether we were doing anything, we always had this, this just this, this tight connection. Moving forward, when you are given something at such a young age on how to write your future and plan your future, it doesn't make sense at the time. Because all you want to do is go outside and play and hang out with all your buddies. And you have no responsibilities in the world. You have nothing to worry about. You are carefree. Carefree. You don't care about anything. So at a young age, I was given that. That was the first time that I truly had to think for myself and for what I wanted. Now, as time went by and I grew older, I started to realize that As a kid, you have no responsibilities in this world. But as time moves on, those responsibilities start to pile up. And those responsibilities start to make sense. And so, when my mom would write those five-year plans, my mentality was forged then and there. I had to strategically outline my future to get to where I wanted to be as, as an adult. And for the most part, I'm still I'm still on the path that I written myself when I was six years old. I'm still on that path. It instilled a mindset that in order for me to accomplish anything, I had to do what I was planning on doing. Now, <clears throat> going forward, I'm 11 years old, and I get to, I believe I'm in like sixth, fifth, fifth grade, sixth grade, and... I get another five-year goal. Number one, Major League Baseball player. But this time it's different. I know the steps in order to become a Major League Baseball player, you have to accomplish these other goals in order to reach this big goal. And so I write down, number one, Major League Baseball player. Number two, Minor League Baseball player. Number three, Rookie Baseball player. Number four, collegiate baseball player. And number five, high school baseball player. Now, in order for me to get to the professional level, I have to make varsity. I have to make a college team. I have to then get drafted into rookie ball. I then have to get out of rookie ball into minor league ball. And then for minor league ball, I have to work my way up through the farm system in order to get to professional baseball. Now, what I'm saying is I was given a structure. My mom provided me a outline for my future. Just with those simple words, five-year plan. Five-year plan. That's all was on the paper. And from there, my mindset 
immediately started to click. In order for me to do what I want to do, I have to set these goals. In order for me to set these goals, I have to meet these other goals. Because those small goals eventually weigh and tally up to my big goals. Now, in order for you to have these goals or whatever goal you have, you have to start with asking yourself a question. How are you willing to get there? What are you willing to do for your goal? And if you don't have an answer, you really have to sit down and talk to yourself on what you want to do and how you are willing to get there. I've had multiple conversations with myself where I didn't feel like at the time what I wanted was what, was what I truly wanted. But every time I saw baseball players or a baseball game or a game on the street or a wiffle ball game, anything baseball related, anything that had a baseball in it, I knew I wanted to be on that stage. I knew I wanted to be the person that kids looked up to, that kids smiled to, the kids waved to, the kids talked about. I knew I wanted to be that person, that player that had an impact on the world. By playing baseball, by playing a sport, I wanted to be an outlet for God. I wanted to be a vessel that would allow me to progress in my future and give back in the end. So I would have these conversations with myself. Having those conversations, you really learn about yourself. You, you truly learn about yourself and who you are as a person. And being in a military household, you learn from the jump that in order to be a wolf you have to be a sheep you have to be a sheep and that metaphor in order to be a great leader you first have to learn how to follow and when I say follow that means by following other leaders so a leader in my life would have been my mom and my dad I followed them and I learned how they did everything. I learned from them and eventually when the time was right, I was able to lead my own. And there's different types of leadership and there's different ways you can go about it, but I was solely driven off of the servant leadership and the way my parents did their leadership was by doing it with their peers, doing it with their team. Because you can never ask your team to do something that you aren't willing to do. Because if you do, you lose credibility as a leader and as a person. So I was solely I was solely driven on this on the servant leadership part because the credibility you build with your entire staff and your organization or your team, the respect that that comes with it. And everybody wants to be around the guy that is willing to put his face in the dirt just as much as you are, but also lead you into whatever you're willing to do. And also I hustle with you guys for countless hours. Your mentality towards your goal is how you get there. Your mindset 
is your building block to your reality. Your mindset is the building block to your future. Your mind is the strongest part about you. Your goals and your dreams, they just happen. They happen. That's why there's two differences between the thinker and the doer. The thinker never, it never gets up and does it. While the doer thinks of it and immediately knows what they have to do. And they get up and they do it. The thinker can sit in a room and think about all the infinite possibilities of what it'd be like to be this, to be that, to do this, and to do that. But never do it. The doer, on the other hand, can also think of the infinite possibilities of to do of doing this, doing that, but then getting up and doing the first step towards what they want to be. Reality and your future is all dictated on the fact that your mentality is where it starts. That's what it's solely based off of. Your mentality is where everything starts. So have these questions for yourself. Put yourself in front of the mirror and hold yourself accountable. Talk to yourself about why you want to do this. Talk to yourself to learn. Talk to yourself in the mirror. Hold yourself accountable. Create a plan for your future. That's my first step for you guys. Allow yourself to be uncomfortable and ask yourself those questions. Why? Why do I want to do this? Once you find out your why, your hustle, your ambition, your determination, your accountability, your responsibility, your intuition, and your mindset will all be forged around that why. And that why will always be the reason you go back and continue to do everything with nothing but 100%. My why is because I've seen my mom and I've seen my dad work endlessly to the point where they missed meals and they've missed sleep. My why is because I've been instilled with a mindset and a bloodline to get anything done, no matter how long it takes. My why is because I'm 5'9", 175 pounds, with a baseball goal. I'm not going to let anybody tell me that I'm too short. I'm not going to let anybody tell me that I'm too slow. My why is because if I can come from a family of 10 and succeed, then why not? That's my why. So ask yourself those questions. Make yourself uncomfortable and truly see what your why is. Handle your business. Well, there it is. Another way for your mindset to grow. Try to apply it in your daily life and see how you feel. And just remember that the process is better than the destination. I'm changing who I am. I'm making a new plan. Rearranging my life and I won't look back ever again. Yeah. You ain't see me activated. You better hope that you never see me agitated. I think about my actions, plan them out, evaluated. That's how I end up on the top, man. I'm calculated. My mind's a weapon, my body 